Are we starting already? I never know when podcasts start. Oh. Okay, I feel like. I feel like to be like fair, you like, will not know when he starts. <laughs> <laughs> We're done? What? Yeah. How'd I get naked? What? <laughs> You're a hypnotist too? <laughs> Damn right. I want to smoke? Yes, right. You just have the imprint of his cast on your inner thigh. Like, How did this happen? No. Uh, oh, no. We're done and you're wearing it. Uh, oh, no. All right. You guys ready? I mean, I thought we already started. I mean, are you guys ready to continue? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Start yeah. your timer. Hey, yeah. Ch- <laughs> I'm just gonna look- Hit start. I'm just going to look bored the whole time. <laughs> We're doing 20 minutes. Checked to- uh, on to 20 minutes now. <laughs> All right, let's do it. This, this, is has, this has to be 20 minutes of a new podcast. They're going to be 20 minutes of any right. podcast we've done before. Uh-huh. It has to be no stories you've ever told on a podcast. <laughs> no you words can, you've ever used. You could have tried them out on your girlfriend, but you can't have done them on the stage <laughs> with your girlfriend. <laughs> Even if no one was there, no one showed up to the open mic. <laughs> well, maybe he'll leave that in. This is episode 340. <laughs> this is the second episode of the day, second of the week, second of however you want to look at it. It's our second Crash and Burn episode here at Acme. It's Tim Slagle's baby Crash and Burn. But Tim Slagle was on the episode we already recorded. This is Chad Daniels and Michael Palisak that are here with me, fellas. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. Yes. Thank yeah. you. I don't know that anyone's ever said my name that Minnesotan before. Oh, it's was, Chad. It's Chad Daniels. <laughs> don't you know there? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're familiar. Everybody knows Chad. <laughs> you've been to his house. You've seen his backyard. Is Mary Mac here now? Yeah, hot dish. <laughs> yeah, hot hot dish for everybody. Uh, welcome to uh, Thursday afternoon's podcast. Thank, Thank you. you. And yeah, um, thank you so much, Chad. Yeah, I'm sorry. I already forgot your name specifically, and I sh- maybe I didn't say it when I because it was so fast. Justin. Justin. Thank you. I'm sorry. I just didn't want to be like not saying your name. Well, this is going to be weird because you were already starting with me, and you and I have had a friendship for several years. And you came to see me do live stand up comedy in Florida. Sure. And you've seen me here in Minnesota several times. Sure. And we've uh, and then Michael didn't even remember your name, so he probably won't even get any questions today. Uh, and uh, with me today is Chad Daniels, and we're here. Hi, to Justin. Talk about- Hi. Oh, what? <laughs> Justin. Hey, do we have a second? My, what? Can you hear that in the back? There's Justin? a voice coming through that isn't. Hey, hey guys. We cut mic three, please. <laughs> yeah. Hi, hi guys. Here we are. And my, you know what? I'm glad you asked me my name yeah. because uh, I will say that I've done whole episodes with people that I just met for the first time, yeah. like you. And when I leave, I'm like, there's no way they had. They never knew my name. I'll think. I'll. I go through the whole episode on my drive home. Usually, like, yeah. Fuck, I should have done this better, that better. And I'll think, and they don't even know who the hell I am. It's my fault because when people say their name the first time, I'm so self-conscious about what they think of me that I don't hear it all the time. Uh, well, yeah. Oh, interesting. I can yeah. jump. Yeah, I'm the same way. When I'm I like, drive home after doing this podcast, I often think uh, Justin could have done this better and he could have done it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to text him right now while <laughs> driving home. Share that with me sometime. I need some, I need some points. I'm not afraid. I am not afraid. That's actually a great way to, like, now we'll talk about Crash and Burn, okay. where you guys are doing new material, taking yeah. notes uh-huh. from the other comedians working yeah. with yeah. you. Uh, first of all, I want to know how each of you got involved and why. Go ahead, Michael. Michael? Okay, I'll go first. Um, there's an open mic at a comedy club near where my parents live in Chicago area. And uh, it used to be a club that I, like, it was at a different location. That's like the first club I ever performed at. Uh, for money like this is one of the first clubs I worked at Riddles and uh, it moved and and I would go back to their open mic sometimes on Mondays 
and Tim hosts it sometimes just because he's doing like a favor to the owner because the owner got sick and moved to Florida. So Tim like makes it a good show. Oh, and I would go and do stuff and he would give me tags and it would be really fun and I would never contribute anything back <laughs> worthwhile. <laughs> and then eventually he was like, I do this show in, in Minneapolis, um, crash and burn. You do 20 new minutes. And, uh, and I was like, I, I would love to come to this club and I would love to do that. Yeah. And have you, so this is your first week here? No, no. My first week here was when I lied to Chad and said I had family here and he brought me to feature because I had a place to live. <laughs> I thought I had a place to stay. Oh. I don't know if you remember that. No, shit. Okay. I remember. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was drunk at a wedding for the, for the record when I lied to him, but I did go. I, I was doing a lot of colleges and I really wanted to work this club. So it wasn't like I didn't want to like pay for my own hotel or whatever, but yeah, I always felt bad. How long ago was that? It was a long time ago. Like Cy was our host. Yeah. I think and uh, oh wow it was probably like 2000 whenever Fritz got married like 2009 2008 say 10 maybe 2010 wow right? holy cow yeah. oh shit yeah so that was my first time How, and where did you two meet then just um, doing live stand up comedy yeah yeah the first time I remember I met Chad he said that he didn't like me because I was young I think you were being nice because I, I, I got laughs and he's like we don't like young people that are funny he, he said something like very complimentary yeah. but also I mean it's true uh, I don't yeah. like it but <laughs> but that's also like Good for you. Be <laughs> successful. I think the whole this whole podcast is me remembering every moment of our relationship and Chad being like, "Yeah, that sounds right." Um, no, I don't, that doesn't sound right. That is right. Oh yeah, we. Uh, it was a lucky twenty-one. That's when I remember meeting Chad. That's remember my first time I saw Chad, and, and it was like a really good showcase. Really, it was like Chad and Greg Warren and John Roy was on it, and I was just like, that was like my first time ever doing something in front of people. Chad, they announced uh, who was pr- participating in this week not too long ago, but when it first came. Out, I didn't see your name. Yeah, I um, needed to make sure that I cleared everything, my schedule, you know, because so the week starts Tuesday, and my daughter is playing uh, 16U soccer, and all the games are Tuesday. Oh. And there's not many of them, so I refuse to miss them. Sure. And so I wanted to make sure that Tim was going to be okay with me missing. I want to make sure the other two were going to be okay with me missing. And then um, I, I have plans for Saturday during the day. And so couldn't be here for anything that needs. So as long as those got cleared, I was good to go. But we were just kind of waiting to make sure. How is it, be, uh, since you brought it up, pretend your daughter, uh, I mean, you love your daughter, soccer dad. How is it watching soccer it's, as a soccer it dad? It sucks. Yeah. But I don't, know, <laughs> okay. I don't know anything about soccer. Okay. And I refuse to learn <laughs> because I don't have the time to coach. So okay. learning doesn't make sense. Uh, okay. And I don't know the rules to yell at anyone. So I sit and I watch. Well, that's good then. And then sometimes, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know anything. I'll just be like, oh, wow. That does like a long kick. Anytime someone kicks it far, I go, gee, what? <laughs> what? Good for you guys. You're like a mom who's all her sons played football. And she's just like, I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just don't want them to get hurt. Yeah, right? yeah I just don't. I don't know. People will be like, uh, well, you're pretty quiet. I'll be like, yeah, well, I'm just I'm watching number 15. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. And she's not moving. Sometimes we wave. And she's not really paying attention either. She likes the social aspect of sure. it. And, and that's great. Yeah. I feel like some people might have the impression, because I know my dad was like this for like sports. He would like sit by himself and not talk because he was internally like criticizing everything that was happening on upset at people. And he was just like, I can't be around people. Well, that's not me at so all. So I think that they might internalize that and put I that enjoy, in. The only thing I don't enjoy about soccer is school soccer because it's in the fall and these fucking animals that leave half-eaten, half-laffy-taffies in the garbage attracts bees. 
and I'm allergic to bees. So I'm sitting in these aluminum stands, just, you know, you get there early and you go, oh, I'll sit here because no one's on this side. And then you're packaged in all of a sudden and there's bees flying all over and little kids waving at them. It's like, yeah, piss them off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> piss off the bees that could kill me. You jerks. <laughs> So that's the only thing I don't like about soccer. Otherwise, I love being outdoors. Even if it rains, I think it's awesome watching other human beings tiptoe around trying not to fall. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> sure. I and the falls you can even make it more fun. Yeah, as long as, as long as they're not hurt. See, I love when an adult falls, but when a kid falls, it's like, don't let that be something that could, like, ruin them for a little bit of life. True. But when an adult falls, then it's like, ah, they've had their life. I do feel like <laughs> high, had their life. high school kids playing, I didn't play soccer that, that old, but I feel like when it's rainy, the ground is softer. So as long as you don't exactly. sprain a knee or an ankle, like yep. you're not going to get a concussion by like doing it. And what's great is when the, when the ground is wet, like you were saying, it's, uh, you plant, but you don't, your foot doesn't stick. Right. So it's a slip. It's yeah. never going to be like a twisting of anything. Oh, it's, yeah. it's just a straight up O'Doyle rules banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> O'Doyle rules. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, man. There's a family of redheads where I live. And every time I pass them in any store, I go, O'Doyle rules. <laughs> I love it. I can't get enough of it. They're probably going to kill me. But Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I um, So I saw you briefly before you went on stage last night, Chad, and you had a notebook with some notes scribbled on it. You seemed... How, where was your confidence level last night? You weren't here Tuesday for the first night, Michael. True. You were here Tuesday. I was here. And I, for the record, I'm fine that, you know, Chad, that's good that you weren't here. Thank you. Now, no. oh. last night... <laughs> no, not like good for the show, but like you should... I would go to my daughter's soccer game too. Last night, I accidentally mentioned something that michael was working on That's for this right. just in yeah. passing and uh i didn't try so now i'm glad i know where everybody stands with their jokes because now then that uh i'll be more conscious of because i was kind of just riffing a little bit and trying to come up with lines on the fly and stuff but um any other club i would have been very very nervous about this but for some reason I think I've mentioned this on here before where there is a, a Acme has smelled the same for 20 years. Not bad, not good. It just like it, you know, like when you go in someone's house, you're like, oh, okay, this is their smell for sure. But that's how Acme. And so this stage, I'm so comfortable. And so it's just um, I had a lot of fun and I wasn't like overconfident except for one line I thought was going to be the best line of yes. my set. Yes. And it got, I mean, maybe three people left. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. I had stars. That's <laughs> legit. You had stars next yeah. to it. Because I wrote everything down on the drive here. It takes me three hours to get here. And I wrote everything down on a legal pad on the drive. Yeah. And so it's like chicken scratch. And, uh, and then I had a couple stories that I wanted, definitely wanted to tell, a couple subjects I wanted to talk about. But, um, man, yeah, because I thought everyone knows a guy that pretends to be feminist to try to get laid. Sure. Like, that's his move. Um, and I, so last night I go, yeah, their, uh, mating call is Gilmore girls, Gilmore girls. And for some reason I thought using that voice because it almost sounds like three amigos. Look up here. Look yes. Up here. So that's why <laughs> hey I did you. that voice. Look and every, up here. Yeah. That's why I did that cadence. And you all too. That. And everyone hated it and that's okay. Gilmore girls. I mean, I understand it's a popular show. People like it. They don't want it to be a punchline and maybe it's not funny, but I loved it. Did it take place in Minnesota? No, I don't think so. Okay. No, 
I didn't know if people took it personally because of that. Uh, the reason my my wife went. She, she, hey, you're panicking. Look she at you. rewatched that whole show about a year ago. I can see it. Yeah. I see it in your eyes. I love it. Okay, I love. Thank Gilmore you, Girls. Um, Lacey, and no, I don't know the character name, but I do know as much as it is not in Minnesota. Okay, cool. That's, that's as much as I know. Okay. So you're completely so uh, completely dropping that just that line that joke. They're, I don't know think? if I, I... I think I'm going to try to think of another mating call. Okay. Um, and just see see where that goes. Okay. But who knows? Maybe you could be more, uh, like, negative with it. Like, I feel like a guy that's trying to get a girl might be like, oh, yeah, that, that guy is horrible because he does that. Like, whatever, famous person's in the news. Oh. Here so we go. Writing session yeah. is happening right now. You're talking about, instead of something that seems feminine, you're saying attack another man. Another dude, yeah. I really like that. Yeah. I really like that. that. Also, so my girlfriend came last night. She was here, and she told me when we, uh, when we were out last night, she said that, um, she said, why don't you write your jokes like Michael? And I said, well, <laughs> oh. what do you mean? Hmm. And she said, well, he takes a subject, and there's like, when he's done with it, there's nothing left. And in the, in the business, we call that joke mining. And it's true. Gaffigan is a big one that does that. Where, like, you try to think of anything when he's done and there's nothing left. And then you go back and look at Michael's stuff that he was working on last night. And it's true. He scrapped everything. So it was kind of hard in the writing session afterwards. Because you can give tags and stuff like that. But I don't think you're going to come up with extra ideas. Okay. So that's what I was doing. I came up with... um, just some things that he said, and I go, we should try to think of some lists for it, maybe. That's great. That was it, because I couldn't... It's like, once it's done, it's done. That was very nice. Yeah. How long was the writing session for the four of you last night? I don't know. Just over an hour. Just yeah. over an hour? Yeah. So now, Michael, like what Chad was saying, you know, he's comfortable yeah. with this club, and like, yeah. hey, you know, maybe, I get, maybe I'd be more nervous someplace else, but here, I know, you know, I'm comfortable. There's well, Michael's comfortable. got family here. <laughs> <laughs> so he should be very comfortable. Yeah, you know, I Grandma went, never lets him feel spent bad. Time with some cousins and uh, surprised you took the hotel with the deal because I thought you'd be staying with family. Yeah, I could have got a buyout, but they uh, <laughs> they're renovating. And... <laughs> <laughs> um, when did you? When did for both of you? What like? When did you start writing ideas down that you were going to save for this week? I mean, was it literally, like, for Chad, was it just on the drive, or Mike, Michael, when, when for you? So, my plan was going to be to do it, because, you know, yeah, I was working on stuff that I'd already done on stage a lot, because I wanted to record a new album at some point, and so that's all I was doing, and so I was like, well, I'll start on this on Sunday after my Saturday show, and then Tim sent out an email, probably like three weeks ago, and I'm like, I'm really excited, I hope, really excited to see the stuff you guys are working on, and I'm just like, oh, he, he wants us to come Tuesday with stuff, so then I just started making lists, and I wasn't driving, but I was like, I have a six, five-month-old baby, so I would just be like telling him the ideas, and then, <laughs> and sometimes he smiles, so, <laughs> and uh, oh, then I would take notes. so funny. Yeah. Can yeah. I interject here just a second? I used to tell you my, may. I used to tell my grandma, who uh, had dementia, I would tell her all like the shitty things I had done, uh-huh. and she wouldn't remember. Yeah, and it was good to get him off my chest, looking at a loved one. <laughs> But then knowing she wouldn't remember. I don't know if that's taking advantage of a disease, but also it felt so good. Yeah. It was so therapeutic because the next day I'd come, big smile. If I'd have told the rest of my family, they'd have been like, we don't know if we want you around here. But I would tell my grandma, big chatter. 
Yeah. She never forgot um, my mom's name, my sister's name, or my name. She never confused them with, with anybody else. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> Grandma's so not judgy. I think that's a healthy... First of all, I can't imagine, Chad, you're such a nice person of things that would make your family not want to talk to you. But. Well, I just made some... Uh, some Poor, poor choices. Yeah. Some sometimes in my life. Sure. But I had a grandmother with dementia as well, and I think no one ever thought to do that. And I think that's a very healthy way to sort of continue your relationship with your grandma. Like I'm sure she's a person that she would want to listen to your problems if she yeah. could remember them too. So I don't think it's taking advantage. And it was always like uh, if you start volunteering at senior citizens homes and just like, spilling <laughs> your guts, that might be a little different. <laughs> That'd be so funny. I always knew Chad's was, brain games. <laughs> I always knew when I was in the clear, when I'd be there on like a Tuesday or something, and uh, I'd finish telling her all this stuff, and like sometimes I'd get emotional about it. Yeah. And uh, I, actually, it wasn't really like um, things I had done wrong. It was mostly about my marriage coming to an end. Yeah. So it was just kind of getting my emotions out, I think, more yeah. than anything. But. Um, and then I'd go, so how was your day? And she goes, well, your grandpa and I walked home from church this morning. And I was like, in the fucking clear, dude. Yep. <laughs> Reset. In the clear. No. You got nothing. She has no follow-up questions yeah. from the previous day. No. Nothing. Nope. You got, well, I'm glad church was good, grandma. <laughs> well, here's what we did. Yep. <laughs> Would she be sympathetic in the moment while she was, like, she heard the words? And it. Um, I think she was just sitting, kind of yeah. kind of listening. She knew who I was and, yeah. and was listening to me, certainly. But then yeah. when you asked her a question, I think her... I think her big thing, and maybe same with your grandma, is they don't want you to know something's wrong. Mm-hmm. They, She's the matriarch, so she's hiding any kind of pain or conflict going on inside of her. And so she confidently would tell me her and my grandpa, who had been dead for 20 years, walked home from church. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, confidently. Yeah. Like, you seem nice. But you're fucking a dirty liar, <laughs> dirty, dirty liar, and you're sellout. <laughs> Maybe that's how you got that skill. It could have been. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I was. Uh, I listened back to last year's um, episodes. I did Crash and Burn Week, uh-huh. and Sai Amundsen was one of the people who did it. Oh boy. Yeah. You're familiar with them, Chad, right? You know, Sai? You know, we've started a podcast, Justin. I've heard of that. It's called The Middle of Somewhere. Okay. It comes out every Monday. You mm-hmm. can listen to it anywhere you listen to podcasts, including this one. Mm-hmm. It's a, about cooking? No. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's Sai and I used to text each other funny stories that have happened to us on the road or during the week, and then we were like, why don't we just tell these into a microphone and see what happens? And um, it's it's a really fun one. So if you are listening to this and you're still working, crunching numbers, doing what you do at work, why don't you pop that one on? How many have you done so far? Eight, nine, something like that? I think uh, eight are out. Yeah. 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 So the ninth will be out Monday. I'd start from the beginning. I hate to do this to you on your own podcast, but uh, I'd start from the beginning because there are some inside jokes and stuff. That's good. No, I want promote away. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I brought Sai's name up to do that. But I also want to bring up the fact something he said last year, and I'm going to read it because I wrote it down here. Sai said, the worst feeling is being on the road with someone and they give you a note and you feel like you have to do it. So what I want to, I want your opinion on that. Like you guys are now taking notes from each other, right? That's how you, that's how you say it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the writing sessions. Are either of you have any ego stuff about tagging someone else's joke or taking one from someone, or do you feel pressured to use it? I'll defer to Michael. <laughs> um, in this scenario, I feel like because we're doing 20 new minutes, I think that for someone to give me a tag, 
they'll note like I might lose it like it's written down but I might not remember to say it and it's nothing personal against anybody and if I don't like it I can just not say it and it's not personal anything um, but in a like out so and also this group of people like Sarah and Chad are so easy to get along with that I I feel like everyone's just supportive of everybody so it's very it's very uh, nice um, I feel like out in the world if you're working with somebody I think it's more like when you're coming up and like a headliner gives you a tag you kind of feel like oh I, if I like this guy and I want to work with him or like I should probably try it out and uh, so I feel like you feel that sense of like I should try it but and then when it comes to like I do feel like there is a, a weird feeling of like every day we get together to write and there is a sense of like I've done this on my own for so long because like once you go on the road you're just alone so Mm -hmm. you don't have those people that it is weird to be like I don't do any prep work because I'm like ah I just I'm so used to doing nothing until I do it on my own (laughs) (laughs) like to prepare for something that's not the show is just weird so I end up showing up when we're eating and I'm just like well this is an idea that I meant to do and I didn't but that's all I have right now. Sure, sure. (laughs) And I keep thinking before the next writing session I'm going to have stuff but I haven't yet. Okay. Chad, there are. I would like to go back to what Michael said about headliners on the road giving mm-hmm. you a tag, and I'm yeah. gonna go. It's mostly dudes, and it's mostly guys that um, I don't know. Like I wouldn't buy a ticket to. Okay. Say yeah. And then at least it was when I was coming up, and they'd be like, "This is so funny. You need to change this line and do that." They wouldn't suggest the tag. They'd go, "Here's what you need to do," <laughs> and it's like that's fucking horrible. Yeah, you don't want yeah. that. <laughs> and I've seen like. No, I've, yeah. I've watched you do comedy and I'm not <laughs> listening to you, you know, um, as far as like taking tags for Michael and Sarah, um, uh, I refuse to because, uh, <laughs> I don't want to be like on TV doing a bit and have these fucking freeloaders <laughs> and these coattail riders pointing and going, I gave him that. I mean, that's ridiculous. Uh, no. uh it's, um, they're both very funny and, you know, I've already commented on Michael's joke writing. So, yeah. um, his ability to look at something and find the, like get all of it. I, I trust very much. And so when I wrote every single thing down last night that anyone told me. Okay. Um, also, I made a deal with myself that if I wrote something down in the moment for someone else, I wasn't going to backpedal and I was going to at least throw it out there because sometimes you can throw out an idea and then it won't be good, but it'll spark something in one of the other three yeah. that will be good. Yeah. So I think when you're brainstorming, it's, it is hard in front of um, – comedians that you respect it's hard to throw out what could be a really not funny idea it's got to be but Mm -hmm. but brainstorming you just have to stick to it you just have to say i'm going to do it yeah yeah and when chad said that that was when i was like well i should probably say that one because like i would be like well that's not funny and then but if i made myself say it then at least I'm giving them that. It's not about me being funny around the, in the right. It's just about yeah, it could that be person helping us and everything. So right. Yeah. Who knows what's going to come of it if you say it. And uh, so, Chad, you were here just what in March, right? You did, I wasn't you're, here in March. Yeah, I was. You, you're here your week at Acme, and like we talked about, I'd seen you before that, like in February, or beginning of March, whatever it was in Florida. So you just did a big tour. Yeah, the uh, your special is out now. Yeah. On Amazon. Yeah. Uh, we could go back to when you told me on the podcast that it was going to be called Dad Channels, and I didn't believe you. <laughs> you said it three more times. And it sure is. And it sure is. <laughs> that was right. <laughs> and uh, what is it like? So you're, like, where, where are you right now? Like, you're, that tour's done. Now you got this week. Well, what are you doing I'm after just, th- I'm just taking a break. The tour. Will, Still ongoing. It's ongoing, but it's um, just a couple, it's like four weeks in the summer. Because, like I said, my daughter's got the soccer games. My son's home from college. Um, 
I know that people are like, you never have enough time to come to this city. And it's like, listen, I have limited time with my children left in the house. Yeah. My daughter, man, I took a last day of school picture of her and I was like, didn't we just do this two weeks ago for the first day? What the yeah, hell's going on? I know. Which is strange because winter in this fucking state seems like it lasts 9,000 years. Uh-huh. So how could it be that I think winter was in between these two pictures, but they feel like two weeks apart? Time sucks shit. It, I don't get it. Yeah. But being a parent fucks yeah, with time. It goes so fast when it comes to those moments and mm-hmm. so um summertime is a big one for me i take it off and i do i don't bend okay you know i just i, I unfortunately agreed to go to a family wedding in july uh, no, no no not unfortunate that i agreed to it but i agreed to it and unfortunately now i'm like i can't do it because my kids can't come and i need to be home sure. still so yeah so it's um but the tour kind of trickles through summer and picks back up um hard in september do you have to turn something off in your brain to like not go to the to the you know the real the jokes that you've been doing on a night like this week uh no because it's i think I, i've had a two-week break already oh you have i, I think that helped a ton oh, I because bet. if i had to deep like dig deep down and remember my actual act i don't know that i could do it right Okay. So I'm going to have to listen before I go back on the back on the road to do that hour. I'm going to have to listen to it a couple times. I okay. Think. Yeah. Okay. And how uh, I listened to a diff- another podcast you did in the last couple months, Michael, oh, cool. the other day, Thanks, and uh, you said something on there about what podcast was it? People are dying to know, <laughs> Justin. It was. Uh, I'm not going to say. Yeah. I'll okay. tell you guys. I wasn't. I wasn't too impressed with the. Uh, I wasn't too impressed with it. I'll yeah, say that. I don't get oh, on the good ones yet. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, We've got shit. some pod drama. Boom. Pod drama. Boom. Uh, but the the guest was great. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. The I'd guest agree with was that fantastic. even hearing it. One of the things you said on there, and I think you uh, mentioned it briefly here, is about uh, like you're planning on recording sooner than later. Oh, yeah. Like, how close are you? Like, you've been working on material to finalize it record it and now you're just well, i'm gonna do 20 minutes of new stuff out of nowhere. yeah so i wanted to record new year's of this year because i was like new year's early show always fantastic for just my experience at the club i was working and the people that were supposed to record just didn't were like we're not we don't have somebody available that day and i was like okay so then i was like well i just didn't have any time times coming up that worked out and then uh and now it's the summer, and as a comedian who started out in the Midwest, I'm not going to record an album somewhere in the summer. I'm just not going to roll the dice. I agree with that. And like have people that came mm-hmm. from their lake or it was hot or like something. Ha- so now it's like I'm going to probably wait till the winter again, and and maybe New Year's of next year. I don't Holy know. Cow. Or sometime. So I think Do you want to share the the company that dropped the ball on New Year's Eve. <laughs> I'm not going to throw them under the bus because I'm so there. I don't. We weren't officially signed yet. Like I didn't have like a okay. a deal. I was just to my managers like this would be really good time because it's perfect and they're just he was just like well no one's available that day and i was like well it's a comedy day <laughs> it's yeah, the biggest comedy, sure day. comedy day yeah and i did the show and i was like oh this has been so per-, but whatever i'm moving on to what so that being said last week i did the whole thing that i wanted to do and i was like this is ready and then um i found out the numbers for next week in chicago and i was like we'll just wait so this week has been really fun to be like i can just start with a new 20 minutes and then either add that to the album yeah, stuff okay. or like that's the next hour after this or maybe something bigger will come along or smaller who knows yeah yeah wow but when it, it is nice to have that hour though yeah. in your back pocket and i don't know how you feel about this but after honing an hour knowing that 
well, four months ago, I tagged this joke with this, and it crushed, so I have to do that tag every single line. This week feels very freeing, because mm-hmm. like, I don't have to do anything. Yeah. I'm... You know, other comedians are kind of watching and helping and pushing you in a good direction. I just think it's fantastic. It's like there's zero pressure. Yeah. I think. Did I, uh, how do I ask this? The last bit that you did last night, Chad, was, I, I mean, it's, you, I don't know, work on it a little. That's going to be ready on your next special. <laughs> well, I, so, how did, how, so to be fair, so the rules are you cannot have said it on stage before. I did, um, I wrote it. With the intent to be funny for the teacher. So for people that don't know, I got uh, an email from my daughter's teacher about talking to her about sex ed. And then for extra credit, um, I had to write a letter back and tell the teacher what we talked about. What you talked about, yeah. And so um, I told it on our podcast, the whole thing. Oh, you did? Okay. And so um, I knew a little bit from that, like watching Cy and our producer, watching where they laughed. Okay. kind of of felt out where the the beats would be. Yeah. Um, But other than that, yeah, I mean, it it feels good because it's about parent. I mean, I talk about my kids a lot, but I talk about how... Um, mostly I parent and I don't have a clue what I'm doing but sometimes I do stumble upon something that's all right and I think uh, that talk was fascinating to me I mean my daughter's so bright and so self-confident and I'm thrilled to see what she's going to do in the world Mm -hmm. Uh, and that talk was just like one of those times where you're like oh my god something is I did something right yeah and by the way big props to her mother as well I'm not saying I did it I'm just saying like um, I I was part of something great and my son too my son is uh, out of the woods we're calling it oh okay (laughs) yeah taking responsibility getting jobs on his own figuring out apartments doing school all that stuff that's good Isaac, update, update. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, at the end of your dad channels, there's a thing where, uh, can I, I don't want to yeah, spoil, spoil, spoil yeah, it. Absolutely. The kids come out. You yep. invite your kids out. And your son, you tell a story and then it, it, it kind of ends with him. Uh, you talk about, he zings another comedian, or he zings a comedian basically, right? Yeah, that's true. And... Well, we could say it. He's like it ends with him saying like uh, something about I didn't know your uh, hard to know when your jokes are funny until I heard you laugh at the end or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, he says. Uh, Can I tell you something I like about your act? And he says, uh, I like when you smile at the end of your jokes to let people know they're finished since the punchlines don't do the trick. <laughs> and we all sat there just baffled. I Amazing. Mean, this he this young man was with me night and day and was killing other comedians. I was sitting at a table for dinner and everyone's howling at my son. I mean, it was, he was in his element there. So, so leading, so I I watched that and then leading into last night, I thought, you know, if Chad struggles, you could just do that little smile at the end. Let people know what the punchline is. You can steal the idea from your son. So just keep that in your back pocket. That could still work the rest of the week. I don't think so. No? Now hearing this, Michael, does this make you thrilled to know that you have a five month old uh, comedy writer at the house? Yeah. I mean, like... I 
I would listen to you. My favorite, I haven't heard that part yet, but my favorite joke of yours is, which I repeat as your joke to other people, is the IHOP one where your daughter oh, thanks. says that, uh, I, didn't, I don't know. But it's referenced on the latest oh, specials. Yeah, well. yeah. How uh, they asked for his ID at the IHOP and they're like, and he gives it a, a passport and they're like, no, we need your driver's license. And his daughter's like, isn't this the International House of Pain? It's so funny. So, I, I mean, that's just like a separate, in my mind, I don't, I mean, I hope my son is, like, helps me write, but. Oh, it's, yeah. uh, to, to let you know how much my children have helped my comedy career, Pat McGann, uh-huh. a very funny Chicago comedian, um, like been on Letterman, all like great career so far. And uh, he, we were at Just for Laughs Comedy Festival in Montreal, and he did Jeff Dunham's gala show. So Jeff Dunham hosts it, and then a bunch of comedians come out. And then he, we met back at the bar, and Pat goes, I ate it so hard. I ate it so hard. And knowing Pat, it's like, I doubt it, but he probably thought he did. So the next night, I'm hosting a show that Pat's on, and I do my set, do some stuff with the kids, blah, blah, blah. And I go, uh, your next comedian is a good friend of mine, and he ate shit so hard last night at the Jeff Dunham Gala that they're scrapping it. They're not going to air any of it, and he's basically ruined several comedy careers by being so not funny. (laughs) And then he comes up on stage, and he goes, keep it going for Chad Daniels, everybody. Aren't his kids funny? (laughs) And I hadn't even made it to the back of the room yet, and I folded with laughter, like hands on knees. And then there's a guy like right next to me, pats me on the back like he's burping a baby or something. It was great. I bet your kids like that story, too. Oh, they absolutely do. you think that either of your kids would want to do something comedy-related as they get older? I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, yeah. my son is a great public speaker. I couldn't believe in third grade he was the narrator in a play. Yeah. And he stood up at the podium, hands on the podium, speaking out to the crowd, like, perfect tone, everything. I was like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> and then he was in a play once, killed it comedic got a bunch of laughs and the director came up to me after and goes well thanks for helping isaac kind of rewrite the script i go i didn't even know he was in a play for christ's sake nice he did it all by himself so i don't think he'd ever i don't know if he would want to um he does tease me all the time he goes i can't wait till i'm a comedian so i can tell a bunch of embarrassing stories about you so he can do that without being a comedian. I think so. Yeah. It could be like a comedy version of A Star is Born where you take him out and then all of a sudden he's <laughs> taking you out. You get really drunk. He stole, stole my voice. stole my voice. So you don't feel, Michael, that uh, kids ruin comedy? Um, no. I I mean, I feel like since I've had it, but when before I had a baby, I would have to be like, oh, I'm going to write this time in this place and have a note. But then once I had a baby, I was like, well, that's gone. So I would just talk everything to my child. It's literally what I did for like a month. And it was a great way to write. So I've only gained things. <laughs> well, it's also what a bonding experience because yeah. you're sitting there talking your voice, mm-hmm. you know, recognizing yeah. your voice, all, all of this great stuff. So, um... I, I think it's perfect. Yeah. I think it would be incredible if... Is it son? Right? Yeah. Yeah, Jack. If Jack's first words are like one of your punchlines. That would be really right? good. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like a criticism of my act. <laughs> like a, like oh, when you laugh at me. What if it's not, <laughs> not funny? <laughs> a fake laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the light, Dad? <laughs> or if he was just like, all those smiles were gas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope, still farting. <laughs> Uh, how long do you think you went last night, Chad, up on stage here? Oh, I'm going to guess 23-ish for 24. 24? Okay. 
How long was it? I, I don't know. Oh, but I scared. saw the red lights. <laughs> I saw the light, and you and you went longer. I know that. Yeah, I, I did. I tried one more story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I tried the the health class story. So you always had that in your back pocket. They're like, all right, at least. I'm well, gonna- I had I had a list of stories that I wanted to try that I like told my mom or whatever. And she was like, no, that's, that's funny. Is that going to, okay, okay. That's great. My mom never says anything funny. She'll just be like, that's cute. <laughs> I could say a thing that I, I'm going to say on Letterman. She's like, that's cute. <laughs> well, that's cute. Well, excuse me. I have to go to the cutity club. <laughs> and if someone says nice about something to my dad, I'd be like, well, he has fun. <laughs> and they're very supportive people. <laughs> very cute and fun. Wow. Yeah. At least you can translate it. Yeah, exactly. Your ego, at least. (laughs) Wow. Um, What else should we talk about here? Uh, You're the fucking host. What are you asking us for? My Comcast payment is due later today. I just got a reminder. Let's talk about that. (laughs) No, uh, before we started recording, Michael asked me about the uh, brace I'm wearing Mm -hmm. on my hand. I did a really lame thing. I got a fractured bone in my arm. Softball, dumb injury. But can I can I describe it? Sure. So it it looks um, plasticky. Yeah. It looks a bit like the texture of a fruit roll up. <laughs> it looks like that. Yeah. And it has diamond holes in it, I'm guessing for air yeah. release, and there's a zipper on the side. Yeah. You look like you're in a bowling league. With gay bikers. Hmm. <laughs> How come you're laughing away from the mic? Uh, because <laughs> I, I don't said gay want bikers? to offend my gay biker friends that I bowl with. That's why. Yeah, but that shouldn't be offensive. Okay. That's like from Police Academy when they show up at the Blue Oyster. <laughs> That's right. That's the same outfits. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The, uh, by, by the way, I hate to interrupt you again, but if there are gay bikers listening, find me on uh, social media and let's please let me... Sit behind you and let's bike. Yeah. Sub- listen and subscribe. Do some stuff and rate it. Yeah, rate it. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, this does have a zipper. I was given the option. They, they suggested a, uh, a, a full cast yeah. that was going to go over my elbow. I was like, Ab- absolutely not. So, I okay. just have this thing for like another three weeks. But I want, we're here to talk about you guys. Do your physical therapy. They didn't, I have none. Well, I mean, never you'll have some? No. Sometimes when they take it off, they're like, you have to do some. Oh, maybe then, but yeah. they didn't say anything. Yeah, I think once it's off, because some people don't. And then that's bad. But I did mine, and I feel like it's brand new. Well, this is what I want to know. Yeah. Dumb injuries. What's the dumbest injury you've ever had? I fractured my skull playing intramural flag football in college. Oh, <laughs> first of all, can we get a time? Can we time chart when you finished the question and how quickly he answered? Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, he, I think he, he bit my lip trying to get those words Unbelievable. <laughs> that's clearly the dumbest injury you've ever had. Yeah. That's yeah. how fast that was. I hope yeah. he asks me. It's <laughs> <laughs> like one of the bits he's been working on. It just for, rolls. <laughs> it's for yeah. tonight. Yeah. Uh, elaborate, please. Uh, so, I mean, I played sports in high school. I played, like, normal football. But in college, you know, I wasn't athletic enough, so I just played in numerals. And in flag football, um, I was playing safety. And no one's supposed to get behind you. But I knew I was faster than the guys that I was playing against. So I was like, when the quarterback rolled to his right, this is a very detailed response. But I was just like, I'm going to go with him to make him think he can throw across the field, which that's going to get picked off. So I did that, and he threw across the field. And I was running back like this. And the other guy was running in. I didn't even see him. I don't even remember it, but I think my uh, his forehead hit like right here, and I was just the next thing I remember, I was just holding Tylenol near a water fountain, and I was just like, oh, I started to walk towards the field, like, oh, this is fun, we're playing this, and then my face was just hurt. Jeez. For night surgery, and it's all better now. Oh wow. Yeah. So it's stupid, lot. but it was kind of like 
it was stupid in the sense that I got hurt, but I th- I still think the strategy was sound. <laughs> <laughs> Sticking pride in that. I know. My wow, brother was like, your head's got to be so on a swivel. Funny. I was like, you're right. But I, so funny. I still baited him. Like, <laughs> Freaking Deion Sanders out there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nice. Well, clearly you weren't behind him because your head's hit. No, you're right. I did let him behind me, but I was where the ball was for sure. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that's good. Because my head hit him. Ball hawker. Yeah. Go. Yeah. yeah. Chad, anything? I've never been injured. I'm a natural athlete. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. great. I well, just, uh, I've avoided injury up to this point. It's probably coming then. I hope so. No. Let's predict what it'll be then. I sprained my ankle real bad playing noon basketball down at Gustavus Adolphus, which is in St. Peter. I've been there. You've did. A I had one of my best college shows in my career at Gustavus yeah, Adolphus. Nice. Yeah, there's a little uh, coffee shop. Well, they laugh because they think we'd better get something out of this thirty thousand dollar <laughs> a year tuition. Yeah. It also, sends them to heaven, actually. Also, I feel like I've had not to step on your thing, but I feel like Lutheran colleges are the best comedy audiences for what sure. I've seen for me. Yeah. Well, because they're chill. The, the Lutheran religion. They're the first ones to go fucking Vikings mm-hmm. right after church. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I think that helps. A and lot. they're the, like one of the first rebels of the church. So I feel like yeah. if you go a little off, they're like, yeah. I mean, Martin Luther, he said, if you get me out of this storm, I will denounce what I am now and I will start a new religion. And that's the exact same thing as I, if you help me through this i'll never drink again yeah yeah, yeah. that's basically the, the lutheran religion a lot of is, minnesotans is founded on making a deal uh-huh. promise i'll never do this again that's hilarious uh, so i sprained my ankle playing there no and uh didn't know what was so it was the night the first bombing of shock and awe the first time we went into iraq mm-hmm. and so um I remember it was my first headline gig at a funny bone club. It was in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So I drove there with my left foot because it was my right ankle. Mm. And I was I, I was in so much pain. And I uh, got there and I had to sit on the stool. And that's when I realized maybe you should write some jokes. I, got, I did this show from a stool. And I thought maybe you should write some jokes where you don't need to move. Boy band. Because I was like a, the boy band of comedy. Where I was just like <laughs> jumping around. <laughs> okay. Sure. And that, that was the greatest thing that could have happened to me. Because it made me focus on the words instead of the actions. Um, but I, I remember I iced it that night because it hurt so bad. Cut to six months later. It's still black and blue. I When I go pee at night, I have to put my foot up on the back of a toilet seat. Oh because God. it was throbbing so badly. Oh, gosh. I went to six emergency rooms, including Houston and Denver. Just all over the United States. No one could figure out what it was. They all tested me for the same shit i go to uh an athletic doctor he can't figure it out so i'm sitting there waiting for the guy to come back in and just wrap my foot back up yeah the custodian comes in to change the waste paper basket and he goes oh frostbite huh that sucks i had that once oh wow. and i was like what and he goes well that's frostbite and i go sure is because I, now i remember for the first time ever that i fell asleep with ice on my foot during shock and offer fuck's sake oh. i was so mad Wow. But thank God that dude came in because yeah. no one would have ever figured. And once we figured it out, the black and blue went away in like a month. I just had to make sure circulation was getting in there. I'm lucky I didn't have to cut my foot off. That's how dumb I am. You can frostbite your foot icing it. I didn't know that. Yeah, absolutely. If you fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. I fell asleep with it on there. Jesus. Wow. That's, insane. that's what I'm saying. What a smart janitor. Was it like the Matt Damon? <laughs> when I, I used when to I, work here. When I walked out, he was just working on a whiteboard. <laughs> he just oh, does I don't work here. Oh, Michael, that's so funny. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Fucking janitor. <laughs> I'm very thankful for that guy. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, now all of us listening also know that. Like if I ever right. have skin that's black and blue yep. for a long time. Frostbite, man. I nope. just wish those uh, emergency room doctors would yeah. have taken the frostbite class. Yeah. I got checked for major blood clots all over my body, scanned. They didn't have times. time for that continuing education I class. feel like someone should put that together. Like that guy should, because icing your foot could lead to frostbite. That's what people do when they get ankles. I feel like that should be, now people should know that. Yeah. Man. So. Call your doctor friends. 15 minutes on, 15 minutes off. Yeah. Uh, yep. Two Fs. Off, taking off. Anything else that we should be mentioning? You guys are working on, like uh, on the side or anything? Um, um, scripts, TV, anything? I uh, I just wrote a short that's out there now. People want to watch. Okay. It's on my website. It's about a guy who uh, is dating a girl, and he start she stops responding to his texts, so he thinks that she's been kidnapped or murdered. But then he runs into her and realizes that she just okay. goes to them. So that's on my website. What's your website? It's michaelpalasak.com. Great. Yeah. S-C-A-K. I'm going to watch that. Yeah. Chad. Thanks, Chad. Nothing. Nothing. I have absolutely nothing. You have I the have... brand relatively brand new Amazon special. Yep. You know? But I'm, I'm taking off the summer, and I'm working on 20 new minutes here, just really to come down, have some beer, and pal around with some guys. Yeah. Michael, I have one more question for you. Yeah. Uh, worst way your last name has been mispronounced? Um, like on purpose or by accident? By accident. By accident. I feel like it's usually a blend of like a missed syllable plus added letters. Like it's usually like Palaska kick shit. <laughs> like I grew up in rural Indiana. So when you go play baseball, they have announcers and no, people don't have my name or names that look like that. There aren't a lot of Slovaks in the rural. So people, they would just say all versions of okay. that. Yeah. Oh, Slovak. Okay. Slovak is the last name. Yeah. 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 Mine was uh, Daniels earlier on in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that a mispronunciation? I'm sorry. It sure seems like. <laughs> well, I'm gonna. We'll end here, and I'll check my uh, phonetics. Uh, done. And uh, after you check your phonetics, please don't forget to pay your Comcast bill. That is due today. I actually, I don't even know why they Maybe send me that. I have it on auto pay. I don't even know why they're sending me that. Why are you yelling at me? Maybe you should consider Spectrum or <laughs> Time Warner. They don't have that here. Spectrum oh, is that a Charter? Model? Do they have Charter? Yeah, that's what Spectrum is. Oh, okay. that's what I have because you can get baseball. Baseball. In LA, you don't get baseball if you don't have Spectrum. I just wanted to say good luck, uh, good luck, Michael, with your recording. Thank you. When that Thank happens, Thanks, good Chad. luck with your baby. Thank you. Good mm-hmm. luck with the short that just was out on your uh, your website, michaelpalasak.com. Thanks, Chad. And I'd like to say good luck to Justin in your uh, to you and your team in the bowling league. <laughs> Thank you. Much. We, I want to say all appreciate that. good luck to all of your podcasts. Now I have something to listen to when I when I drive. I'll download them. Uh, from episode one, no. yours and his. I mean, I hope you're just talking to oh, both of us. Well, Justin's. You don't want to start at number one. Well, no, we're on episode like, three forty. Hey, let me say, yeah. Oh, do not go back to the first ones of this. God no. Well, the audio quality was not good. The uh, me not good. No. Do not go back to the early ver- uh, episodes of this. No, 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 no. Oh no. Okay. I can say that because we. I, this is three hundred and forty. Oh, There's okay. Yeah, I'm not on the from. road that much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How much time do you have to catch up? <laughs> Fine.
Fine. That, guys, thank you. Thank you. I, uh, I'm going to do my best to come back Saturday so I can hear uh, oh, nice. how things uh, are I always, I, uh, I know I give you a lot of shit, but I always enjoy being here. Uh, I love how you prepare and ask questions. It's a it's a treat. Yeah, this has been my favorite podcast that I've done on a club weekend, like at a club. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm not good at taking compliments, so thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> appreciate that. All right, we done. <laughs>